If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome to your Circle of Influence. I'm your host, Amy Walker, and Dr. Monica Ogando. And we are so excited to have you here for another episode with us today. So Monica and I were talking about the old proverb, and we'll see if I get it right because um, I kept getting it wrong when we were talking earlier. (laughs) But the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. and the next best time is today. That's right. And I think a lot of us, yeah, a lot of us, did I get the numbers right? Good. Good. Did I, so... A lot of us, I think, are feeling this right now. A lot of business owners have been um, thinking about building an online brand or an online platform or um, taking their business more virtual or they've been thinking about some new idea for how they could grow their business. And now with coronavirus and with the economy going down and with um, quarantines and not being able to interact and interface as we would like to, I think a lot of business owners are going, "Mm, I wish I had done that when I first thought about it. So Monica, do you have any thoughts on that for our listeners? Yeah. I mean, it's really an opportunity. It's kind of like a, um, an environmental audit, you know, sometimes we have self-imposed audits. We're like, okay, let's us go through the paces. Let's us check where we might have some gaps that need fixing. But this is an environmental audit where the environment itself tells you like, Oh, (laughs) you might want to look at this. And so it's a great opportunity to take, take those things into account and fix what needs to be fixing and then understand where the opportunities lie. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I I think we have two ways that we can approach this. We can approach it kicking, screaming, and crying and complaining because we were not prepared for this and it did not happen in our time frame and it's all happening in a very traumatic way. Or we can look at it and we can say, and Monica, you and I did this. We've been talking about this podcast and we've been talking about the mastermind for a long time. And it was like, oh, well, Corona is presenting us with a beautiful opportunity to podcast and do the things that we've been wanting to do anyway. And so the faster that we can pivot and the faster that we can transition, I just think it's going to help our businesses absolutely excel and soar. 100%. Awesome. Well, we have got the perfect expert to continue this conversation today. Lisa Lieberman Wang is here joining us. And I got to tell you guys, you're missing out. She looks amazing today. She's got a smoking hot red dress. Like I, I just feel like you are all missing out that you don't get to see it. But Lisa, we're so excited to have you on with us. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here with you both and everyone else who will be joining us. So Lisa, we would love to find out from you. I want to hear in your own words, like what was the what was the start? What was the, what was the, your entrepreneurial journey? How did you get, how did we get here? What was the road to getting to where, we, where you are today? Well, I can say the entrepreneurial journey started when I was an infant because my mother owned businesses when I was young from barbershops, clothing stores. She 
also had some other interesting businesses on the side. So I've been around business since I was a, an infant, no joke. But just like Amy started with, you have to plant the seed before you need it. Yeah. Well, fortunately for me, the seeds were already planted really early on. My clients became raving fans, which is what you want to create a raving fan culture. And they never left me. They would stay around anything I'm doing. They kept coming back. And then they pretty much told me what they wanted. And one of the very interesting things was, is we were at an event just a couple of years ago, one that Amy and I were at together, as a matter of fact. And it turned out when we left, one of the very big challenges, I was there with three of my clients. And one of the challenges they all said is, this is great information, but there's nothing here we can apply to our business that we can see immediate results. And I said, yes, it was a waste of $2,500 each because by the time we paid airfare and hotels and stuff and the admission, we paid about $2,500 each. And they said, well, we're just spoiled with you, Lisa. Whenever you give us stuff, we actually can do something with it. And I have stay-at-home moms with three kids making six figures working 15 hours a week. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're sitting there saying, well, this is really not good. You need to teach it. And, you know, out of a challenge comes inspiration and most all businesses, marketing and innovation and from the flight from where we were back to Jersey, within the four and a half hours it took us, I sat down and wrote down what did it take me to take each one of my businesses the first year to six figures? Because every business I've ever owned, I made six figures the first year. Mm -hmm. And when I did that, I actually realized there were seven steps that I took that every single business did the same thing, of which two of them generate a million dollars a year now in revenue. And the other two were six-figure incomes as well. All of them were six figures the first year. So we looked at it and I said, oh, wow, okay, this is Mastery to Millions. This is how you do it. I ended up setting up an event when we got back months later. And that event ended up netting multiple six figures in one weekend just from what I was teaching and how we were implementing it. So I really think it's about listening to what everybody's telling you they want, giving them what they want. The difference between what they want and need is very different. We all need a lot of things, but people will pay for what they want. And how do you deliver that to the end user? Mm, you know what I love about that is when we are trying to sell to the need, that's where I think we get a lot of the scarcity. And right now you are all going to have clients who are looking at it saying, I have scarcity because I'm worried about and I'm concerned about my business and things have changed and there's a lot of uncertainty. And you really hit on the, na the nail on the head right there, which is that if you'll, that we still want things. We still have goals. We still have dreams. We still have things that we're trying to accomplish. And if we can adjust our offers to what is relevant right now, what people really, truly want, we're still going to be able to sell well. And Lisa, I think this is a perfect segue. We were talking offline about what you've just done in the last week, which is a time when everyone is saying nobody's buying. So tell Absolutely. us about that. Yeah, it turned out I started getting calls from my ideal clients, the ones that are with me and my raving fans, and they were telling me some of the challenges they had. And I turned around and I said, wow, what does she need right now? And I actually call my avatar, my ideal client, Samantha. And I said, what does Samantha need? I, I see her as a real person, just so you know that. I said, right now she's in, she needs certainty. She's in scarcity mindset. She doesn't know how to take her business offline to get it online. She's thinking there's not going to be another opportunity. She's stuck at home. She might, she had some young kids. So there's a whole 
diverse change that's going to happen in her environment around her. So how are we going to manage all this? And I said, okay, I'm going to just literally made a decision, said, how do you take your offline business online to reach more people without travel? And it came because I had three speaking engagements booked, one in California, one in Florida, you know, and then one in New Jersey. And I already had spent $1,000 for airfare and hotels and everything was already set. And I'm saying, how do I reach these people as well? and not lose business. I put this out, kid you not, within 40 hours, I went live. I made sure I tracked everything. I'm a, I'm a systems girl. I want to track everything I do to see what's working and what's not. And I had 420 people click the link within that period of time for this online event, 180 registered and 84 showed up. And I gave them the most amazing information. And honestly, it was not done to be a a business ploy. It wasn't done to be a sales. It was totally a give moment. And I wanted to give them what they needed at that moment. What does Samantha need? How can I service her at the highest level? Because that's what we need to do at this time is in a winter economy, people are spending money. They're just spending it differently. They're looking for guarantees and all the other stuff. So I put this together. I'm telling you, we had 98% retention to the end of the webinar. And I just shared, if you're really serious about investing yourself and you weren't a tire kicker and you really want help right now, I, I made it available for a handful of people to register. We already done $84,000 in sales wow. just from that one thought of doing this, this thing. And I have people from coaches who are already making six figures and scared to businesses that had brick and mortar needed to get to click and order where one company does uh, princess things, parties, they have overhead, they have actors and actresses they have to support. They're not going to go into people's homes and they're not coming to the mansion or the tea party. So how do we get them there? We had to get them online. We literally took their business from offline for that's been offline for 10 years and does extremely well to online, created virtual parties, got revenue coming in, got their workers working like in minutes where they could have been out of business, you know? so needed because how many sad birthdays are happening right now you know like that's the thing is there's always whenever there's challenge there's opportunity and I love yes. that you just got in there and you innovated so I want to move into my next two questions for you and I'm going to combine the two because there there are valleys in business you know it's, it's not a peak all the time it's not always a winning season and i want to know what is the biggest lesson that you learned during your last valley and then i also want to know where do you see yourself and your company going next well i think when you look at valleys and peaks what i learned from business is always swim against the stream i do not do what everybody else is doing if everybody else is going this way then i'm going to go this way because here's what I know, it's 80, 20, 20% of the people, you know, 80% of your business is coming from 20% of the people. If you're doing what 80% of the people are doing, you're probably failing because only 20% that are actually succeeding. Mm -hmm. So I'm always going to go against the norm. And I remember I heard a great speaker once talk about salmon and how they swam against the stream. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm going to be salmon. I want to be salmon. <laughs> And I'm going to continue to swim against the stream. And that's what I've done. When everybody says there's no business out here, and I learned this really early on. I worked for companies like IBM and MCI. I've done over $60 million in corporate sales in my career. And they weren't big sales. They were small things that added up. And I remember I was given a territory and people said to me, 
you know, oh my God, you got the worst territory. I feel bad for you. And I said, what do you mean? They said, well, Rich Zola had that. Ter I remember the person's name 35 years ago. Rich Zola had that territory. There's nothing left. And Jamie had it and there's nothing left. And I'm like, how can that be that there's nothing left? I did not believe what anybody else was telling me. Yeah. Fortunately, I didn't. And I was put into a territory where I became second in the branch and top 1% in the country for them working at 400% a goal. So I always go against what everybody else tells me. If they tell me I can't, it means I can. If they tell me there's nothing, it means there is something. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that model for decades. I love it. And what comes next for you? What's your next goal? My next goal, well, my mission is to touch more lives in Oprah by helping people who help others. So my next goal is still the same, is to help more people, because the more people I get to help, the more people that get help from the people I'm helping. So that's my consistent mission. That's a great mission and a great place for us to take our break. So we will be right back. You have worked hard and you've earned your place at the table of influence. Wouldn't it be great to have a board of advisors that celebrate your wins, support your growth and challenge your blind spots? That's why we host our influencer circles for six and seven figure business women. If you are a high-achieving entrepreneur woman who wants a deep dive in business strategy, collaboration, and strategic relationships, go to yourcircleofinfluence.com forward slash influencers and reserve a spot in one of our upcoming circles. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Dr. Monica here with Amy and Lisa. We are doing our Circle of Influence interview. We're back from break. I love what, Lisa, you've been sharing with us so far. I love the salmon strategy. That's so awesome. So we want to do a salmon challenge, uh, a, a, yeah, salmon strategy challenge for all of our listeners. So Lisa had a brilliant idea to actually just take whatever challenge, wherever you may be stuck, and ask a better question. Like, what's good about this? What can come from this? What opportunity am I missing if I just look at it differently, I'll be able to capture it. Right, Lisa? Absolutely. So what looks bad may be good. And if we just take a different perspective, you'll end up finding different solutions. So what's good about this? No matter what it is and whatever you're doing, if you're doing it right-handed, do it left-handed. If you're, if you're going left, go right. Find something different. See how you can find the opportunity in what seems to be not working. That's awesome. And, I, and what I love about that challenge is that sometimes we'll, we'll get stuck in a different place. Then we get stuck in like overthinking it. And I, what I love about what you were just saying is that it's just an opportunity to trust our own intuition, to see that inner wisdom and then move forward with it and execute. So that's a great challenge. Thank you for that. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Now we're going to go into the lightning round. We have some quick answer questions and I'm going to go with the first one. What's the best business advice that you have ever gotten? Just do it. That's the best business advice I got. Just do it. Take imperfect action. I used to suffer from perfectionism where it had to be just right to do it or I'd be afraid I'd be judged or it wouldn't work out or anything else. Yeah. And it was just, just do it. Take that imperfect action. Something is better than nothing. Mm -hmm. And it's easier to that. clean it up than it is to start over. That's awesome. I love that. Totally agree. Okay, question number two. Along the path to success, we have external dragons and problems that we have to slay, um, but we also have the internal ones, just challenges or obstacles that we have to overcome inside of our own minds and hearts. So what inner dragons have you had to slay on your path to success? 
Well, I think there's been many inner dragons I've had to slay. You know, I used to think it was fear of failure and then I actually learned it was fear of success. Yeah. And the fear of success was having to top myself. You know, you, okay, Lisa, you did six figures. How are you going to do seven? Okay, you did seven. How are you going to sustain seven? Okay, you did that. How are you going to do this? And then having that fear of, oh my God, what if I'm an imposter? What if they find out I'm not as great as they think I am? That would really stink. And uh, fortunately, I don't have to slay dragons alone. I have an amazing partner, my husband, who I'll come up to and say, you know, handsome, am I, am I conceited? Am I really this good? He goes, yeah, you're really this good. I go, thank you. <laughs> to make sure that uh, I can stay the course and not find that little extra voice. They say we have a two million year old brain and that's the one that's always looking for what's wrong. So we have to turn that off and look for what's right. Yes, I love, I love that. I love that. It's true that reptilian brain because we were we're you know programmed for survival. So of course we have to look for what's wrong and what's missing so that we can survive. Absolutely. Okay. So question number three: Who is your business girl crush? Okay, I have two. Mm-hmm. I have two. So I, I so here I'm going to say the first one right now. I always have new girl crushes with with business people. Is Donald Miller. Donald Miller's story brand. If you do not know him, he is amazing. I've been to his, I went to Nashville, went to his program, and it's really about learning to market and to market, you know, business made simple, marketing made simple. He's masterful what he did. He took a business within five years and brought it to a $10 million a year business. And I just love, because he's all about the fact of taking things and making it in bite-sized pieces where people can digest it, take it in, easy to understand and not confusing. I think too many people are confusing their message. My background was marketing, advertising. I've been studying psychology and business and technology from teen years. And people take very simple things and make it feel too complicated and they take complicated things and make it even more complicated. So anything we can take mm-hmm. to make it simple is, is key. Mm-hmm. And my second crush is always and has been Tony Robbins. And most people think of him as personal development, but he's been teaching business mastery for over a decade mm-hmm. and he's written many financial books to do it. And I really believe had it not been my learnings from him, we wouldn't be in the situation we are now financially because I had built businesses. I've been with Tony Robbins 26 years. I'm also a trainer for him. And years ago, I was a millionaire at 30. I lost everything by investing too much in MCI, the company I worked for, my employee options, everything disappeared. Mm-hmm. So at 40, I was a pauper and I had to do it again. And I did do it again, but it was the mindset that Tony gave me that made me believe I can do it again. Mm-hmm. And the acclimate to understand there's different seasons that we're in in business and you need to be prepared for winter, which is where we are now is why I love him so much. Because mm-hmm. I already had my Parker and I was ready. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yes. December hits different when you have a good coat. <laughs> it does. <laughs> that is so true. All right. What is the number one door that you want to open for you in your business right now? The number one door I want to open. I want to open the door that puts me on more stages in front of more amazing women who want to be able to make a difference in the world because I want to give them the tools and resources to be able to share their gifts and to live their dreams and help more people. And that will fulfill my mission. I love that. I have a, I have a connection I'll give you offline too. That can be a good resource for you there. Thank you. It definitely should be on more stages. I agree with that 100%. 100%. 
we were just sharing offline. I was, um, it, it actually happened in such a genuine moment, talking about the power of impact, right? And, and outreach, because Amy and I were just talking offline about you before you got online. And I was like, I was like, wait, Lisa Lieberman, the one that has this book. And I pointed, I had your book literally next to me. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I just, I was like, oh, I hope she doesn't ask me any pop quiz questions because I'm, I'm in the middle of it, I'm underlining everything. So that's awesome. <laughs> So I want to ask you this other question, Lisa, when you achieve all of your goals with your business, when you've crossed off the reach and the impact that you want to make and, and all of that, what's, what's your next, what's beyond that horizon? You know, it's an interesting question because my husband and I once talked about it. I said, well, handsome, when I get what I want back in the bank, in other words, saved and everything else, when I been able to help all these people, what would it look like to retire? And he looked at me because, honey, I don't think you're ever going to retire. And I said, you're pretty much right. I don't know that I'd ever stop doing what I'm doing because it doesn't feel like work. I feel unbelievably blessed to be doing what I love. I love my clients, like their family. I feel like we tried to have children for eight years, no exaggeration. I have a stepson. I have three grandsons, but I wanted children in the worst way. And I feel like every one of my clients, and it gets me emotional, like my girls and my guys, like I've been clients too. Yeah. And I feel like they're my family. They're my kids. Mm -hmm. And I think about them and I worry about them and I want to take care of them. And I don't know that this will ever stop because they've become my family of choice and I love helping them grow up and there's still a lot more growing to do. So I don't know how I can stop. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. What you're saying there's like, you know, there's the family you come through and then there's the family you come to. <laughs> and that's the like family that. of our clients and our, our colleagues. That's awesome. So Lisa, how can our listeners connect with you? Well, very simply, I'm the only Jewish Chinese woman with this name. So look up lisalibermanwang.com. You can find me online on social media. And I have a new book that just came out, Brand You, Become the Expert. And you can just go to brandyoubecometheexpert.com. And you can get the book for free. And yet you just cover the shipping and handling. It actually costs me more than the shipping and handling to send it to you. So the book's on me. You just cover that. And as well, if you're in a position where you're looking to take yourself and your business to the next level and you want to see if and how I can support you, just go to callwithlisa.com and set up an appointment. Let's see if and how I can do that right now. I love awesome. it. Thank you so much for being on. So one of the reasons why we put the show together and bring together women of influence into our circle is because it only takes one new thought or one new perspective in order to make a massive shift in your business. So we always like to wrap up and I encourage you to do this at home with talking about what did you say that stood out and influenced us? So Monica, I'm going to let you go first on this one. Yes. Listen, Lisa, you totally shifted my, my, in the moment when you talked about the salmon, I was like, okay, yes, totally resonated with me. How do I apply the salmon strategy and swim in the other direction so that I can get the maximum opportunity? That one, that one was a goodie. So first of all, I am influenced by the way that Monica says salmon. I think it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, every time I have a conversation with you, Lisa, my brain is stretched and my soul is stretched. And it makes me realize that there, that I 
if, if Lisa Lieberman Wang can play as big as she is playing that I can too. And so I just really honor that and appreciate that every time you and I have a conversation, I feel like it stretches my brain and my heart and I see more potential for me. And that is just invaluable. So thank you so much um, as a friend and you're on my business girl crush list. So thank you so much for being on with us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. And for all of our listeners, you guys, it is a beautiful time to be in business. And I want you to really remember that, that there's so much opportunity. There is so much potential. You can be that salmon right now and go swim against the current. Whatever everybody else is doing in this world gone crazy. Don't do that. Do something different. Do something radically different and carve your path to success. Thank you so much for being on today. I'm Amy Walker. And I'm Dr. Monica Ogando. And we hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day.